Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat. It's nearly 5 o'clock, just 1 minute and 37 seconds to go until 5 o'clock. And uh, we can crack open the beer and start winding down um, for the evening. So, yes, start logging out of those work emails and other um, work kind of uh, uh, applications and uh, start thinking about what you're going to do uh, this evening. Well, we can help you with the first bit. Uh, as I say, we'll go through the, the rugby news from the last 24 hours. We've got another sign, another couple of signings for, for um, Moana Pacifica. Uh, doing a great job of releasing uh, an announcement every single day, which is keeping the fans engaged. I think it's a really great way of doing things. Um, the Blues have also announced a, uh, an interesting signing um, as well uh, for in their Lucy's. We've got World Rugby's response to the World 12's proposal um, as well. And as you can probably tell by the title of this show, it's a big fat no, um, unsurprisingly. And we'll just remind people as to the international rugby that's happening this weekend and what those kickoff times are here in New Zealand. It's going to be uh, one for the night owls, I can tell you, um, because, uh, yes, it's all early hours of the morning um, for your international rugby this coming weekend, unfortunately. Uh, just um, 25 seconds until uh, five o'clock, then we can crack open the old beer. Um, my uh, main focus today, I'll be honest with you, has been around the Kia Play and the stables that I'm selling on, um, uh, what do you call it, on Trade Me, uh, 10 seconds. So do um, uh, check that out. Search for Wooden stable, wooden Stables Kia, um, for like Horses, I think it's called, uh, on there. And it is five o'clock, so cracking open that beer. What a wonderful sound that is for you people listening on the podcast. Because remember, folks, if you can't be here at five o'clock, what you can do is you can uh, uh, subscribe to New Zealand Sport Radio on your um, uh, pod, favorite podcatcher, be that um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or uh, all those sort of places, um, and uh, you can uh, listen to us. Uh, it'll download onto your phone every single day. Um, also, obviously, we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and you can join in the live chat on Facebook and YouTube. Unfortunately, Twitter has removed that functionality, but uh, do let us know um, if and where you are um, joining us from. 
Good evening, Stephen. And a uh, few birds in the background there um, in the countryside? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. A little bit, shall we say. Bit of a wet, bit of a wet day, eh? I've got to say. The 09 is not great this afternoon. Uh, no, it's not. Look, folks, in the 09 and in the rest of the country, because obviously we've had those couple of cases in um, uh, down, down in the South Island as well. And I've not been following uh, what's been going on down there, to be honest with you, folks. But um, look, please do follow the rules. Uh, and uh, get yourselves vaccinated as quickly as possible so that we can get back to as, as close to normality um, as possible um, as well. So then, um, kicking off then, uh, the uh, the news has come out that uh, World Rugby has reviewed um, the uh, uh, World 12's concept, and uh, as, as they've said, after full consideration, um, basically they've decided that uh, it's not something that they want to pro um, progress with um, at this moment in time. Um, no big surprise, really, folks, let's be honest, uh, trying to fit in another tournament into what is already a crowded schedule um, for the uh, international top players uh, was was really always going to be a big ask. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, World um, The um, World 12s did um, announce their first uh, or their CEO today on the same day um, that so they, got, they got pushed back from World Rugby. Um, so we'll see uh, if... Um, uh, what happens when they're talking a big game about the fact that they'll continue this multi-year project for the um, World 12s. But uh, look, it, it was always it always it always seemed like a very much a long shot, didn't it, Stephen? <clears throat> yeah, very much, very much so. Just um, the idea is right, but maybe maybe the timing's all wrong. Paul, we're just about to go into a whole lot of uh, autumn int internationals, and the game has seen a couple of changes in and in and around the rules. So maybe the timing is maybe not just quite right maybe the game's just got a few other issues to address before we actually start looking at another competition and of course COVID has put a lot of those comp competitions in a, a little bit of jeopardy across the world so I think there's just probably a little bit more to worry about at this stage oh I'm, I'll, I'll go harder than that I think it's a bad idea um, at the moment we've got the top, top international players being asked to play too much rugby already um, or, or if or, or at least the maximum that they can do really um if you think the All Blacks are playing 15 Test matches this year, uh, that also they're also if you add that onto a, I mean they normally play 14, add that onto a Super Rugby campaign for about 18 games, um, that uh, what gives you 32 games a year out of 52 weekends. Um, give yourself uh, five week five weeks off. That 32 becomes 37. And um, folks, if you don't have a preseason, you're going to break players. And so uh, look, there isn't room really. Um, for uh, any more games. And if, and if you think there's, there's obviously the odd weak gap here and there between competitions and uh, suddenly, basically, your entire year is gone. So, yeah, look, it's, it's, a, no, it's, it's a non-starter for me trying to include a competition that, that trying to include a competition that has the top players in it. If you, if you talk about a competition that has the that has non-internationals involved, absolutely, um, there's, there's room for that. But, for, but, uh, but internationals currently are at, um, are at their maximum, folks. So, no, no it's a big no from me. Paul, I was going to say we're, we're. I was going to say Paul. We're also seeing an example of, of, of the, the power of clubs with this Australian team that's heading away on their autumn tour already. We've had uh, what is it, two or three players, I think it is, already pull out because you know obviously Japanese rugby pulls clubs uh, pull the purse strings, and at the end of the day, if that's how it plays out, then so be it. Yeah, look, there's a, there's a big outcry about this because it's Australia. It's happening to. Uh, this is this happens to Wales every single time for all their games outside of the window. Now, obviously, this is this is this is impacting games inside the window as well for Australia. 
Um, but uh, you know what? It impacts the tier two nations inside the window every single year. But we don't get a big hoo-ha about it. Um, we've got a big hoo-ha this time because uh, it's Australia. OK, um, whereas and, and yes, we have little mini hoo-hahs around it about um, on the Pacific, uh, the Pacific Island teams. But generally, the players try to keep quiet because they speak out. They know they basically lose their jobs. Uh, and so we're less aware of it with the um, uh, with the tier two Pacifica players, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, but yes, uh, yeah, w- welcome to the real world, Australia. Um, the only reason this doesn't happen to the All Blacks is because they refuse to hire or refuse to. Um, select sorry players from overseas. Uh, South Africa uh, have uh, judiciously uh, dropped or, or, or not sorry not selected players um, from various zones uh, for various competitions in the past as well. Um, the big difference between this one in with Wallabies is that it's basically been done at the last minute and they haven't they haven't communicated well. Wow. What's that? A rugby a central rugby union not communicating well and uh, stuff happening at the last minute. What a big surprise. Um, yeah, but if they communicated properly, they'd have known about this and it would all have been sorted. But clearly, then um, there's a lot of conflicting information coming out. Some people are saying it's the clubs, clubs issue. Some people are saying, oh, actually, the clubs have said yes, but the players have said no. Uh, who I went on in those discussions, we don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, Josh thinks this, this issue will gain traction since it affects Australia. And um, we'll see because, again, as we've seen with a lot of these things, when we're not in the room, a bit like the discussion that was had between Australia and New Zealand around Super Rugby Pacifica and uh, announcements or, or, or announce, sorry, about um, travelling to, uh, to, to to play various games. Um, we, we've seen uh, accusation and counter-accusation in the media. Who knows what really happened? Um, we don't. So we'll see. Maybe this is Australia's fault. Maybe it's the club's fault. Maybe it's the player's fault. It's probably a combination of all three, to be honest with you. Um I don't think we'll see it will gain that much traction because it's only affecting Australia, right? The Europe, the Six Nations teams are all like, yeah, whatever. So they're not going to vote for a change um, that impacts the clubs that they have relationships with. It doesn't impact New Zealand. So, yeah, Australia will be trying to, if they try to push through a regulation, they'll basically be trying to push it through on their own. Uh, I can't see I can't see there being any traction for that personally um, on, on that side of things. Um, any final words or should we move on to uh, a bit more positive news? No, I think we can move on. Listen, I think Australia should just use it as a positive. <clears throat> and, you know, it's about building your depth as well. And I think that's the positive light that they've got to look at, whether they decide to go back to somebody like Lolo Seo and, and select the young men <clears throat> and just give them, another, give them another opportunity. And listen, Karevi originally, I think at the beginning of the year, I don't know if Karevi was originally on there or... Um, on their radar, but obviously he got himself fit through sevens and a window came back and an opportunity opened up. So we've always known he was a good good rugby player. But on, <clears throat> on saying that, I think it's just good that um, it's given an opportunity for somebody like Izzy Parisi. <laughs> I'm a little bit biased because I rate him um, to get an opportunity maybe in that team, but also Hunter Paisami, who we uh, didn't see in those latter tests of the year as well. Yep, no, absolutely. They're definitely, uh, they, they've got options um, uh, in the centres. It's just, yeah, uh, just the, uh, uh, the options at first five um, will be uh, is will, will will be stretched, especially if they get an injury. Um, so that's it's going to be. We'll see. We'll see how that all all, all goes. Moana um, Pacifica. Then uh, at last, we have got some front row boys being talked about. We've got a couple of props, 
um, have uh, been announced. So uh, up until this point, Sokopi Kepi was the only front row player that we'd had that we'd had announced from Moana Pacifica. Um, and uh, we have, as I say, uh, two new ones. We've got Issa Twangafasi, um, Offer's brother, I think it is, Steve? Yes. Yep, yep, that's um, correct. Now, we, I'll be honest, he wasn't someone that Stephen and I thought was going to be in this squad because yep. we thought he was still contracted <clears throat> with the Crusaders. But um, on, uh, on, on saying that, Paul, we would have <clears throat> we would have selected him had he been available. Absolutely. We would have selected him if we thought he was available. Absolutely. Mm. Now, clearly he is available and he has been selected, um, but we thought he wouldn't be. Um, so, yes. So, so good signing there. Um, uh, obviously, playing for uh, um, uh, Tasman. Uh, in the uh, the MPC uh, and with him part, as part of the Tasman group, uh, part of Tasman, obviously in the Crusaders area. I say we we really thought he was uh, kind of locked and um, locked in there, but uh, clearly uh, he's got this option, which is uh, uh, fantastic um, for him, and he'll get more game time up at Moana Pacifica. Let's be honest, uh, and he'll be joined by someone that he knows from the uh, New Zealand under twenties. Um, now uh, I'm going to butcher this, and Stephen will correct me afterwards. But uh, Tau Kola Manatangi. Um, is, yeah. is, is my attempt? Yeah, no, listen, <clears throat> not a bit, not a bad effort, uh, Paul. That's uh, Tau Kulamatangi. Now, <clears> Tau <throat> Tau originally came through the Waikato system, and that's where he pretty much made the New Zealand twenties. Um, <clears throat> but he never quite cracked a a position in the in the Waikato team. So he actually moved north up to Northland and played a bit of club rugby for the Western Sharks for about three seasons or so. Now Tau's prob problem has always been. Um, just obviously carrying an extra bit of weight. He would always been listed at about 140 kg. Seems to be a, a, a wee bit of a problem with it for a few of our Polynesian props. And, I'm, I, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's just just one of one of those things. But it just seems, watching some of the rugby that he's been um, playing for Otago this year, obviously holding a first, te- first string place on the... Um, I'm just trying to think if he's on the tight head or loose head. I think he's on been playing on the tight head side of the scrum. Um, and listen, he's shows that he's <clears throat> he's shown that he's a, a lot fitter. Just seems to have shed a wee bit of bit of weight <clears throat> and um, doing a bit of work around the paddock. So hey, listen, fantastic selection. But I've got to say, he's probably one we had on our on our radar. But we fitness was always a, a wee bit of a concern for um, some of these Pacific Island props. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm just trying to shoot which jersey is in the 18 jersey. So that means so uh, that would be the uh, loose. That's right, the tight head side. Tight head side, uh, wouldn't it? Yep. So yeah, uh, for um, for for tour. Um, the um, uh, Josh said, yeah, looks pretty fit for Otago so far. Yep, and let's uh, hope so he stays off the KFC um, <laughs> in the <laughs> in the off season. Um, because let's be honest, that is uh, that that is one of the downfalls of a lot of the players. I remember watching. Um, one of the documentaries about the Pacific teams in uh, for the, uh, the Rugby World Cup in France, where yeah they, they would where they would uh, yeah basically they said they sneaked out at night to try and find fried chicken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, clearly it's yeah it's 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 an Achilles heel, um, as you say of uh, of the players. Look, hey, it's it's it's, uh, it's nice food. So um, yeah, so two good signings there. Happy to see those guys um, joining um, Sokopi Kepu. Uh, and uh, look, I expect to see, hear a few more uh, props and uh, hookers over the next few days as well. We still don't have a single hooker um, in the squad. Uh, so um, we'll just uh, say I expect to see a couple of those uh, along the way. Look, and just because we haven't heard of them doesn't mean they aren't already signed, folks. 
I think you'll find that most of these players were signed probably about a month ago, um, at least. Uh, and but uh, for media reasons and um, the and and for creating as, as much of a buzz and trying to stay in people in the limelight and stay in people's consciousness, um, they, uh, uh, they, 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 they that's why they're they're announcing these players over about a three or four week period. It's just yes, yeah, so just trying to stay in. Uh, just, just stay stay in the limelight and, and get as much exposure um, as possible. So well done to them. Um, unlike um, the Fiji and Drua, who've tried to do it by doing batches of sort of five or six players. And now if you look on their social media, they're putting out photos of those players training. It doesn't gain the same traction or the same yeah. exposure as announcing a player. Um, and so hence, I think Moana Pacifica have, uh, have, have, have done it better this um and, and Paul, there's nothing better than speculation as well. When you put a bit of speculation out there, you create a little bit of a bit of bit of conversation. And um, yeah, you know, and I think in a lot of cases we've been pleasantly surprised thus up, thus far with the strength of the squad, <clears throat> given how late they got their license in the piece, given given that they've probably had to <clears throat> to formulate their way through a, a wee bit of a minefield when it comes to players that are that are already already contracted or the New Zealand Rugby Union doesn't want them to go after. I, I think thus far they've done really really well. It seems to be a, a little bit building about. Maybe there could be a, a surprise player on on the scene. So let's, let's that's something to be excited about. Absolutely. Look, we've got some. Uh, I think there's what there's a space for one more. According to my calculations, uh, non uh, qualifying player uh, in the squad. Uh, look, I mean, there's, there's there's been kind of rumours that uh, obviously Ardi Surveyor is out of contract to the Crusaders. Um, uh, sorry, the Hurricanes, um, for example. And uh, New Zealand Rugby said that so was it two or three All Blacks. Um, could would, would be allowed to play, or up to two or three All Blacks would be allowed to play for Moana Pacifica. Um, so look, there is uh, there is a possibility of somebody like that um, turning yeah. up, and that would be a fantastic piece of uh, getting bums oh, on seats. Yeah, Paul, that would be that would be one of the big stories of New Zealand rugby to have an All Black defect to a, a non New Zealand. Well, it's not a non New Zealand franchise, but. Um, a, a franchise outside. I mean, say Ardi Savia moving to any one of the other four franchises would be a huge story, but moving to Moana Pacifica, that would be just next level. Um, and uh, look, it, it's the sort of thing that if New Zealand rugby have got their um, their media hat on. Now, uh, we, we, we quite often be, um, bemoan that they don't give Super Rugby enough exposure uh, and that they don't market it very well, but this would be a kind of marketing move that would be that that, that they should be thinking of doing um, to create a big buzz in this. Um, a bit like the, I mean, they they mentioned that in the future they might think of allowing all blacks to go play in Australia. And you're like, well, oh come on, it's a no-brainer, right? <laughs> to, to 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 allow that to happen, as long as the players stay within the competition and as long as there's a contract saying that they can that they are treated the same way as they are in New Zealand, then. It's yeah, there, there, there are no problems with it. So um, yeah, these are sort of things that, that from a, from an exposure, a marketing point of view, New Zealand rugby need to think about. Paul, I would bet dollars to donuts if you did a wee bit of a survey out there and you put it out. Ready to pop the question. 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There within Hawks Bay Rugby. Who are you supporting in Super Rugby? Hawks Bay or Moana Pacifica? I'll tell you what, I think you might find it it, it might be 70-30 towards uh, Moana Pacifica. That's kind of what I'm hearing out of Hawks Bay at the minute. You mean versus Hurricanes? But yes. Um, but it, look, Jamie Wall said that um, that that the, the the game between the Hurricanes and Moana Pacifica should be taken to Nelson, and he wasn't joking on that one. Look, he puts a whole bunch of stuff out there on on, on Twitter that is a bit is a bit joking, is a bit uh, deliberately controversial. But that actually is a very good idea when you look at the players that Moana Pacifica have signed, um, taking that team. Taking that game between um, one of Pacifica and the Hurricanes to Nelson, um, the would would be a um, would be a fantastic move. I mean, look, the Hurricanes do take games there on a fairly regular basis, um, so this is this would be a very good one for them to choose to take there. Um, the uh, uh, Josh Scott says Wales are their first choice type five. Yep. Um, uh, look, it's, there's been a lot of talk about Wales and the players they haven't got available to them. But um, look, they're used to not having players available either through injury uh, well, generally through injury. So look, uh, this is going to be a cracking, uh, this is going to be a proper test match on the weekend, folks. Just a little reminder as to the the uh, international action this weekend. Um, on uh, Sunday morning at 2.30am, we have Scotland versus Tonga. That is followed at 5.15 a.m. by Wales versus New Zealand, um, or uh, Wales versus the All Blacks. And then on Monday morning at 3.30, we have a women's international between um, England versus New Zealand. So the Roses versus uh, the Black Ferns on Monday morning as well. So three test matches um, this weekend, folks, um, in that one. Um, There was a really interesting article done by the, I've gone blank as to them, um, but it's a women's rugby uh, um, Twitter account and blog um, talking about how many games have the All Black, how many games have the Black Ferns played? Now, uh, a lot of you will have heard that it's a hundred Test matches or a hundred games up till uh, this um, this weekend. Um, but um, the interesting thing is that's a hundred games that New Zealand rugby have contr- have managed women's rugby. Now, before that. New Zealand there was a separate organization in New Zealand that ran women's rugby to men's rugby before before they merged into um into each other um and uh, there are a number of games played at some um, at that point um so it's interesting that some of those games that there are some games that do get included some games that don't get included 
Um, there's, uh, so, um, so there's about four different ways you can count how many games the Black Ferns have played. Um, it's a bit of a, uh, it was all a bit, a bit, of, a bit of the Wild West back in the uh, 80s and 90s for women's rugby. Um, but uh, hey. Shall we, shall we, we, we call that, was that the Rebel League, Paul, to get women's rugby off the ground? No, this was, um, it was, it was them, them doing their own thing, pro, uh, which, which um, when you look at how some of the men's, some of the unions have treated them from a, uh, compared to the men, you've got to say, you're better off on your own than you are with the men's unions, um, <laughs> to be blunt. But um, maybe in some cases. Um, but so, yeah, so I say uh, Scrum Queens is the name of the account. Um, I can't find the actual, because um, I wasn't expecting to talk about this. I can't actually find the uh, um, the article at uh, at the moment. But um, yeah, go check out Scrum Queens um, on uh, on Twitter. Uh, and, you, and you'll be able to find that, uh, that article, which I thought was really interesting. That things like, so for example, the New Zealand rugby recognise a game between uh, the uh, Black Ferns and a World 15. Now, normally, you wouldn't call, wouldn't call games against a World 15 or a Barbarians team as a test match, but uh, but they have counted them. Um, but they haven't counted a game between the Black Ferns and a game and, and France, for example, um, which uh, French historians would do. Um, so yeah, it's all a bit interesting as to how that all. Um, uh, how that all, all, all how, how it's all counted for those nerds amongst you, and I, I'm one of those folks. That's why I find it interesting. <laughs> um, finally, the Blues have announced a um, a foreign player. It's rare we get foreign players in uh, Super Rugby. Well, not totally rare, um, but um, uh, the uh, but it, but uh, we don't see many German players, do we, Stephen? Not, not really. Not many German players, or not many Crusaders players transferring to the Blues. <laughs> although we've got a, a coach who, in recent times, uh, trans, has tra has made that transition. Yeah. So uh, Anton Segner um, is the, uh, the the player we're talking about, um, who uh, came over and has uh, basically been playing schoolboy rugby over here. Uh, has come through the the New Zealand system. Uh, is um, currently uh, playing for Tasman, and again. A player within the sort of Tasman Cruise, Tasman Canterbury, you would normally expect would be closely uh, and uh, uh, well aligned with the Crusaders. But um, yeah, interesting um, to see that that has um, uh, that, that, that he has actually left and, uh, and and moved up north. Yeah, very interesting, Paul. It, it's sort of got me. I'm thinking a, a couple of ways at the minute. Just wondering if there's a a little bit of horse trading. There was an Instagram going around that the Blues are looking at just two more Lucys to to pretty much make up their their uh, loose forward roster. And um, you know, based on what what we saw last year, we saw um, Tane um, Plumtree in that squad. So I'm just wondering if there's a bit of horse trading going on between the Blues and the Crusaders, and we might see somebody like Tane Plumtree, given that uh, um, they've lost uh, Fitu Kamakamo. Uh, Douglas, who's headed away overseas, I'm starting to just fill in these little gaps at the at the minute. Paul, we haven't seen a lot of of Callum Grace, and we also know that um, a player. Yeah, there we go, <laughs> right there. Those little little bubbles or whatever you they almost look like what do you call herbs or whatever you call them. Um, Orbs. That are, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, they, so yeah. So, so according to the Blues um, Twitter, it's on Twitter, Facebook, and and Instagram. Um, 
they're say collecting all the loose forward ball dragon balls. Be honest with you, I'm not young and trendy enough to understand what they mean by dragon balls, but there you go. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the faces that we have there, obviously, um, Akira Wani uh, and Dolce Papili at the front. Uh, we've got Hoskins Tutu uh, in the middle there on uh, the, well, when I'm, when I, as I'm looking at it, on the left-hand side, you've got Tom Robinson um, and uh, Anton um, is the, uh, the the face at um, the back there, giving you the, the five players. Um, and obviously, there are two there that are blank, hence, yeah, suggesting that there are two more signings um, to uh, to be announced. Um now, from from if we look at the the uh, the squad from last year, as you say, uh, Tane Plumtree um, was uh, was in the squad, um, as was Dylan Hunt, but he was injured, didn't play, uh, and was had an injury replacement of Adrian um, Choate. So, uh, yeah, those three players, you're going to say, well, yeah, are, are one of those three players going to get, uh, or, or or two of those three players going to be in those holes, or we've got other players coming through? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. uh, such names as uh, Nico Jones, um, for example, as uh, Josh in the live chat asks, "What happened to Michael Jones's um, son?" Um, could could uh, is, is a name that uh, currently isn't linked to any Super Rugby franchises, um, but uh, our intel suggests that he may be heading overseas um, on that yeah. one. So we'll have to wait and see uh, about that. But um, yeah, there's a number of uh, a number of names that could could fit in, or a number of faces that could fit into those balls there. Oh, very much so, Paul. If if you kind of look at the look at the makeup, I could almost see why. Tank Plumtree isn't in that squad because you know, in terms of specialist sixes, you've you've probably got at least four players there who could play on that uh, in that number six jersey. Um, Signa could jump into a six jersey at the drop drop of a hat required, and you would imagine Tom Robinson being the the captain of the Blues will probably spend a bit of time in that six jersey. So you you to me, you're still looking for another specialist seven. Um, Adrian Choate, who was pretty much, I think he was. A spare bit player in the in the squad last year, maybe more injury cover than anything else. Do you look at somebody like um, Adrian Choate, or I'm not too sure the full fitness of of Dylan Hunt, who I'm hearing stories may actually have to retire because of head injuries. Now, with two more spots, is one of your sevens coming from one of those players, or like you say, a Nico Jones, or are they looking at somebody like a, a couple of young guns like Kitiana Vai, New Zealand Sevens player, or Violoni Uakasi, the uh, number eight, who we saw in probably little, little, what do you call them, single bites in the Auckland's first two games of the year. And he did look pretty, pretty useful. He is another number eight, which will probably give them three number eights. If you take Hosking Satutu and Akira Ioani, who can play at the drop of a hat, or are these two players? The sort of players that are actually looking at more of a uh, wider training group uh, contract. Well, look, I mean, Hoskins Tutu clearly is an eight. Um, Akira is the well. We'll find out uh, in the next day um, whether he is the the uh, uh, the incumbent six for the All Blacks or not. But essentially, they, they see him um, as a six uh, for um, uh, for him. So you've got, basically you've got Tom Robinson and Akira Wani are your sixes. Hoskins an eight. Um, Dylan. Uh, sorry, um, Dalton Papuliti is obviously the is obviously a seven. Uh, so yeah, so you say an eight and a seven in those two other um, Dragon Balls. I wouldn't be surprised at. Um, so yeah, so as you say, those names that you, you you came up there with that um, that most people won't won't have heard of. Uh, yeah, from from the sevens program, who is an eight would 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 fit would fit in well. Um, so yeah, we'll see uh, how how they how they how, this, how those players get. Uh, how this is how I, this is how I think it'll play out. 
I think they'll name Dylan Hunt. I think Adrian Choate will get named as early season, early season uh, All Black All Black cover, and uh, I think they'll also pick Ekoasi as a fully contracted player. Kitiona Vai, who um, is a very very good player, sort of in the Ardi Savia Savia mould, I think will probably get a wider training contract simply because he's also involved in the Sevens program as well. That's how I think it will play out. And look, we've got a, a, a lot of um, uh, we've got to, we've got to wait and see, a, lot, a lot of uh, wait and see as to around what happens with a lot of these sevens players. Um, will the HSBC World Tour uh, mean that they're needed, or will New Zealand Rugby pull out of the stops as they have done so far, um, and therefore they need to have a go um, somewhere else? Um, and you know, Josh Joshua Scott still thinks that um, Kiriwani should be playing at thirteen, um, which is. Uh, Hey, an interesting call. Definitely not a kicking thirteen, um, but um, but yes. <laughs> Paul, I'm 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 hearing through the grapevine that we might see Gideon Rampling at the Blues this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that'll 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 be really interesting. Listen, if he if he's get if he gets picked up at the Blues, that is a huge pickup. The um, just uh, trying to think where. Uh, so, so um, well, if you think of the uh, Chiefs mid, if you think of the Chiefs midfielders, they've also they've got um, they've got Tapaya uh, uh, um, at the moment. They've got uh, Anton Leonard Brown. You've got you've got Nankerville. So there's some quality there. Although they will be looking for another centre, obviously with the unfortunate passing of uh, of Sean Wainui. So uh, yeah, some interesting uh, some interesting things happening in the Chiefs at the minute as well. Uh, the yeah, it's uh, yeah, very much so. And you've um, uh, in that one because uh, Balen Sullivan has moved over to the Hurricanes, uh, which does create a spot, um, in that center, um, positioning. Uh, in that one, uh, is Coombs Fabling, um, signed to anyone to ask Joshua? I don't think so. Yeah, somebody, somebody sign him, he's a good footballer. Yeah, um, isn't he? I think he's the, the leading try scorer in the in the uh, oh, the MPC look- this year. Listen, um, I, so, yeah. I, I think he's one of those players, and we, you know, we should never think because you're you're a small winger. I mean, the, the best, probably the best winger in the world is is, is not that tall, and uh, yeah, Coombs Fabling has just been in sensational form. Not not just um on attack, but he shows you up in, in defence as well, and he is rapid. Um, I've got a Damien McKenzie's been released. Is he on a sabbatical next year? Yes. Oh, he is, yes. So DMAC, obviously, they've also, yeah. And they've also got a space with DMAC being on sabbatical next year. So, look, yeah, definitely room for Coombs Fabling as an outside back um, for, for, for the Chiefs. Um, Josh Tipene asks us, uh, did RTS secure um, a super contract? Yes, um, he did. He will be at the Blues um, next year. Um, so, uh, having had no um, uh, Bunnings NPC rugby, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes and uh, how long he takes, really, uh, to appear in a blue squad, I wouldn't expect him to go straight into the side. I expect him to, but um, uh, it's going to take a while. But then again, if you think uh, he's, uh, I think they're looking at him as a centre. Um, and with TJ Fayani heading over to um, Japan, um, that really does not leave uh, much in the uh, centre stocks for the Blues uh, with um, Rico Iwani and uh, Tanalea Talia. Well, Tanalea Talia, as far as I can see, hasn't uh, signed for next year yet. 
Um, so, uh, or hasn't been announced as, as signing for next year yet. So at the moment, Ooh. you've just got Rico and Roger Tuiofshek as the two centres. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do there. I love this time of the year, Paul. And I, I you know, I, I think for some reason rugby doesn't really promote it as well as they could. Just put that speculation out there. We all, we all love it. We love, mm. you know, we. I get tips from pretty much all over the place. I'd like to think that I'm probably around about eighty percent of the time. I'm reasonably right. Twenty percent, you know, some, some, some you get wrong. But that's, I'll tell you what, it's fun. It just keeps the fire burning during the off the off season. No, absolutely. Look, there's, there's, there's various players. I, I'm, obviously we, I'm using Wikipedia here to uh, as so. Look, it's not 100 accurate, obviously. Um, but uh, currently, they've got Caleb Clark and Mark Talia, obviously, uh, to, to get standout players for the Blues uh, as outside backs. But um, players like AJ Lamb, uh, Ammonia Narwaya, um, uh, Jacob um, Raptor, Kavai, uh, Neatkins, um, and uh, Zan Sullivan, all. Um, currently not announced as Blues players for next year, but boy, oh boy, um, uh, there's at least three there that I def- out of those four that I definitely would not want to want there, to lose. There will be some horse trading. That's why I think there's, there's there'll probably be a little bit of horse trading going on. Paul, Blues are looking for midfielders. Chiefs are probably looking for a couple of outside backs. So I'm pretty sure uh, there'll be as much horse trading going on as there can be. And that, and that's fun. I mean, so you, you come from a country in England where football is the, is 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 king and part of the fun is the off-season. Yeah, and look, and as you say, the uh, the Super Rugby franchises could be making a lot more of it um, by uh, with, with their social media, but um, uh, around this side of things. Uh, but yeah, currently not doing so. Anyway, folks, um, hopefully we've helped you uh, start your wind down for uh, for the day after you're uh, working from home or working from wherever. Um, and uh, uh, you've got something suitably relaxing to do this evening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 5 p.m. Uh, also being a Friday, we'll also bring you our rugby predictions for the weekend um, on that one uh, ahead of uh, the MPC games, as well as those internationals that we've uh, that we've mentioned um, that are going on this weekend. Uh, I will be at um, Bay of Plenty versus North. No, that's not Bay of Plenty versus Northland. Bay of Plenty versus White. Oh, I've gone blank as to who they're playing this weekend. Waikato. Um, it's Waikato. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Bay of Plenty versus Waikato on Saturday. Um, also, I will be getting up, obviously, for the Wales versus New Zealand game. So we'll probably be doing a post match reaction show to that one as well if I'm uh, able to stay awake. <laughs> uh, so look out for that this weekend. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, there will not be a five down lockdown, 5 p.m lockdown beers on Saturday because I'll be at the game um, but uh, we should be happening every other day so uh, have a cracking weekend um, coming up folks uh, and um, hope you stay safe get vaccinated and let's get ourselves back to um, as much as close to normality as possible thank you Stephen and uh, check you all later check you all later check you Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.